Hello and welcome to Super Rugby Round 13 Review, brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall. Uh, your best place, rugby opinion. Oops, better get the microphone somewhere near me. Um, <laughs> rugby opinion uh, and uh, predictions. And thank you very much for joining me. I'm a little bit uh, on my own tonight and a bit all over the place. So let's see if we can uh, just remind ourselves what the first game was. The first game was clearly... Uh, the Blues versus the Hurricanes. I've watched this one and I've gone and forgotten all about it already. So, just <laughs> quickly remind myself what happened. Obviously, the Blues lost because they were playing New Zealand side. Nothing new there then. 15-36 was the score in the end, which, uh, as as you'd expect, uh, really to happen. I mean, I went uh, the uh, Hurricanes by 15 in this one and, uh, obviously, I ended up coming up short. But, um, but there you go. The and if you look at some of the stats I mean, straight away, uh, possession and territory all in the Hurricanes' favour, sixty um, odd percent compared to uh, the, the sort of 39 percent. Uh, so it's one of those ones where this this was only ever going one way. Let's be honest. Defences pretty good, eighty five tackles each, um, but the Blues set piece uh, didn't really function. And when you look at the um, the Hurricanes, who got 20 out of 20 of their lineouts, you've got to say that was functioning well. Um, and why, why did they have 20 that many lineouts? Well, because the Blues gave up 14 penalties. Their discipline tonight was very poor. Contrast that with the Hurricanes of, of six, uh, only giving up six penalties for the night, and that gives you an idea um, as to how much territory and possession the Blues were kind of giving away the whole time. And I've already said that um, the Hurricanes dominated that one. If the tackling hadn't been up there in the odd 85%, this one could have got even more uh, messy. And for the first half, actually, it didn't It didn't blow out. Um, we had a line-out mall try um, by the Hurricanes. The Blues managed to get um, themselves a penalty and a, and a try um, under advantage. Lucky they needed to have Sonny Bill Williams back, um, and he did, uh, and he was definitely a part of all of that kind of stuff. Of them playing better. So... Yep, it was good to have him in there. Um, and also that meant that we had Rico Iwani out on the wing, uh, where he's much more effective, even if he was playing on the right rather than on the left. Um, Jack, thanks for the reminder that, yes, we did have two refs in this game, um, which probably, as we say, as we said during the post-match review, saved the Blues from uh, a yellow card for repeat offences because as much as the ref came on and said, look, guys, just because we've got a new ref, I'm not restarting everything again at scrum time. Uh, there definitely wasn't, there was an opportunity there for um, there to be a yellow card early in that second half. Uh, but uh, the I say, change of ref probably meant that he didn't feel have the same feeling uh, for how the offences had been going. Um, and therefore, we the Blues kind of got managed to get away with or managed to dodge a bullet um, with that one. Sorry, so stop adjusting my camera and just actually talk, shouldn't I? But there we go. So yes, um, so yeah, re really kind of, uh, uh, see, it kept close. The Blues actually even um, took the lead in the 84th minute, uh, 11 phases bashing away, eventually got over the line. But whenever you say 11 phases bashing over the line, it's taken an awful lot of effort to get there, hasn't it, uh, for them to eventually um, do that. Um, and let's be honest, the Hurricanes were much more lethal um, than that. Good to see uh, Milner Scudder back. Um, doing his little stutter step uh, as, as well. That was another feature of it. Uh, and then 
basically yeah, after that uh, uh, sort of like, like the 50th, 53rd minute the the Canes took the lead um, and then in the last sort of 20 minutes they added another three more tries which saw the scoreline blow out in my notes I had game over on 60 minutes as soon as the uh, as, as soon as the Canes got uh, two scores ahead yeah you couldn't see the Blues um, coming back from that one um, and it was just the Blues are the architects of their own of, of their own error, of their own mistakes as well that try on 60 minutes they overcomplicated their line out. They were messing around. Sure, the line out hadn't been functioning, but then you call a simple line out. You don't have guys running backwards and forwards and messing around. Um, and that's exactly what they did. Lost their own line out. And the Canes bashed over for that try. So, yes, um, all in all, uh, the uh, an expected result really um, this weekend. Uh, one of the two that I said pre weekend were easy calls, um, and that's what this one turned out to be. Um, some of the players let's have a quick look at our player stats on this one um, obviously having Sonny Bill Williams back um, was, was a must uh, for them and if you, so that's, he, he was a big win there uh, 11 runs 39 metres um, yep he did he had a good good game good to see Milner Scudder back as we said 83 metres and he also came off um, rather early for um, for Jordy Barrett as soon as he actually actually when he scored that try as soon as he actually looked like he was hobbling had a slight limp. They pulled him straight away. Clearly, people are obviously concerned about his uh, fitness as he's had so many injuries over the last couple of years. Well, actually, since, ever since the Rugby World Cup, let's be honest. Um, so he was pulled um, pretty quickly um, after that. Um, other players, well, it's just the kind of what you expect, really. Actually, Riccatelli, uh, someone that we'd, that we'd been having a go at for not being great with his old arrows, um, was very good from the line-out uh, this uh, um, this weekend as well so setting himself up nicely come all back selection talking of all back selection pop over to uh, the cornflakes crib channel where myself uh, steve and ashwin uh, selected our um uh, we selected our all black squad for the junior internationals uh, so go there over there and uh, let us know what you think on those as well that makes up this episode two um, of the all blacks edition uh, and we'll be back on wednesday with a, another one um, back on this channel so yes um, Brent says yep yeah, uh, the Blues were good for 50 minutes uh, I thought both um, refs refereed the game well Christian I had said Jacko ref the game well I think the, the guy who came on in the second half covering for him did as well um, so the uh, but, uh, and Christian also says penalties killed the Blues very true we touched on that already moving on to the second game of the weekend the Sunwolves versus the Reds now, I've been asked to try and keep quiet about this one because, yes, um, I had the Sunwolves by three in this one, uh, but actually it was the Sunwolves 63 to 28, an amazing scoreline. The first win for the Sunwolves this season, their first ever win over an Australian team. Um, very, yeah, uh, very impressive and uh, good for them after a long old season. If we have, if we just sort of go through this, I mean, the, Blue, the Reds straight from the start, couldn't exit from their own 22. Horrible uh, box kicking there. One got charged down. The other one, he kicked into his own player. Absolutely appalling play. Um, the And it was interesting then that the Sunwolves didn't bother uh, going for the corner. They were taking the threes every time. And that's how they added up on this one. So on, they had that penalty on two minutes. They got another penalty on six minutes. Um, they then gave up. A, the, the Reds came back with the line out more. But another penalty on 13 minutes and put them back into the lead again another line out more 
by the uh, for, for, for the Reds. Uh, this time the scrum half nipped over um, off the side of it, but still that's where that, that, that's the only place the Reds were were getting anywhere this one. And the reason for that was that basically the tackling in this one from the uh, of the defence in from the Sunwolves in this was was extremely good, and they kept going for the full game, um, which. 150 tackles made out of 171, 88% tackles made, and, and you know, a lot of tackles. Compare that to the Reds, 65 of 88. They only had to make, they only had to try and make well under half of the number of tackles, but they only made 74% of them, uh, which goes to show uh, what, what what was going part of what was going wrong here. Add into that uh, several penalties conceded by the Sunwolves, so good discipline throughout the game. 12 by the Reds uh, and when you've got Parker kicking 12 from 12 from the tee, uh, add in a penalty try as well from memory, I think it was. Yeah, the penalty try for the high tackle out wide. And you've got to say that there were no points left out there at all um, by the Sunwolves. They did very well. Uh, so you, so you add, add that kind of missed tackling, giving up penalties, uh, and that's, that's basically how this one happened. The, um, they, they, it, was, it was all penalties uh, up until... The there was a uh, so four penalties on the top to get back to twelve fourteen. Then we had a wonderful play by one uh, by the what I think it was one of the, the the locks looking to offload the ball out the back. That's where his eyes were f- facing, and he just pops a short one to the prop who is hitting the line. Uh, the, so everyone's expecting the ball to go somewhere else because it's a no look pass. Absolutely, the prop breaks the line and goes over and scores a try. Fantastic um, piece of play there. Clever place to pay by the forwards. Something we wouldn't have seen many years ago. Um, and then after that, the, the Sunwolves got a bit more expansive, happy to um, spin the ball wide. They found space for uh, Little uh, to get his offload for a wonderful finish, which stretched the lead out to 26-14. Under advantage, the Sunwolves pressing again as the hooter went, tried a crossfield fit kick. Leach, unfortunately, went out to touch, so they put the ball over for another three. 29-14 at half-time. Um, and that was to prove that would be enough um, for them to win it, especially as the Reds didn't learn from their errors in the first half at all. Straight out, 42 minutes, um, we come back out onto the pitch, and what they do, they give up another kickable penalty, Parker slots over and stretches the lead. Uh, some then some then poor defensive structure by the by the Reds, uh, stretches out to 34-18, th- sorry, 38-14, uh, and then it's, let's be honest, it's all over from then. But um, interestingly enough, the Sunwolves kept kicking the threes. Um, they still they kicked another uh, another two penalties after that. I think um, from memory or what, what one or two. Um, so they and again one of those things. Anytime the Blues, sorry, the the Reds got another try with after twenty three phases bashing away at the line. Seriously, you need to be doing scoring quicker than that if you're going to try and catch up that kind of lead. Um, it was never um, going to happen. Um, they did get one uh, try back when they had actually were, were down to 14 men and their winger sort of got a break down the line, went, went, went in for a long-range try. Uh, but even so, uh, yeah, the Reds were never in this one, were never in this one after probably, um, what, um, after sort of midway through the first half where the Sunwolves just pulled away. Wonderful win by the Sunwolves. I mean, we've already talked about um, the Parker kicking, uh, the tackling, um, and the... And because of that tackling, I say that Sunwolves made twice as many tackles, 171 they tried to make. That meant that they only had 39% uh, territory in the first half, 36% territory in the second half. Um, a lot of their kicks were from 
just inside their own half, just inside the um, the Reds' half around sort of ten meter line. Uh, they were, I say, very quick to take those three points. Uh, so every time they went in the half, they always came away with points pretty much. <coughs> um, so that's uh, um, interesting. By the uh, so that, yeah, interesting that they had so little territory in possession and won this one so comfortably. Let's quickly check um, what's been in, in 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 the chat. Christian Hayden Parker was outstanding. He was absolutely spot on. Uh, yeah, obviously Jack, the big big surprise that scorer. It was a big surprise. I expected them to win, so I predicted them to win, but not by um, that much. Uh, yes, the Reds were poor in this game. After that, we had the Crusaders versus the Waratahs, uh, and you might have seen me tweet out that if the Waratahs win this, I'll do a post-match review because I wasn't planning on doing so. Um, and normally we say it's a game of two halves. This wasn't. This was a game of 30 minutes and 50 minutes. Um, for the th first 30 minutes, it was all uh, Tars. Sorry, just quick liquid for the throat. It was all Tars. Some questionable tactics by the uh, Crusaders kicking towards Falau, uh, who had a one, who had a very good game under the high ball, especially in that first half hour. But also, what people weren't noticing was the line speed was fantastic. The tackle accuracy was also very high. The Crusaders were, put, were being put under a lot of pressure, uh, which meant that they didn't have time to think so much about where they were kicking um, and that kind of play. Uh, so, I'd say lots uh, during that first first half hour, the, the Crusaders weren't actually allowed to play. Eighteen turnovers by the Crusaders in this game, um, shockingly high stat. Only seven uh, by the Waratahs. Now, admittedly, the Crusaders had a lot more of the possession, but even so. Those numbers are very high. And clean breaks is a sort of similar number, um, but unfortunately, the tackle count um, started to tell the, the, the Tars couldn't keep up that intensity that they had in that first half hour, um, and then the Crusaders came back into it. They still, pardon me, only won it by three points. So um, you've got to give credit to, to, to the uh, to the Tars here to keep it that close. I had, the, I had the, the Crusaders by 14 points. I thought this was the was only the second game that was obvious who was going to win um, this weekend. Uh, but the Tars made a much better fist of it. Um, I'm sure there are going to be a whole bunch of comments in the chat. I'm not having a quick look at that yet um, about what happened at the end. Um, but as I say, it was all about that the, 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 the tar, Waratahs rushing out to a 29-point lead after 28 minutes, scoring a point a minute. Crazy speed, cra crazy scoring. Really, and then the uh, the Crusaders spending the next sixty minutes slowly um, clawing their way uh, back into this. The big talking point, and I'm sure it's going to be in there uh, in the chat, was that for that last try, I think it was Moody goes in, bashes over Beale, uh, gets missed by the umpires and the TMO, and and the Crusaders get the try to win the game. Since then, uh, the he got cited. It was considered a red card offence because he hit in this kind of chest, neck, head area, um, depending on what you, how you see it and generally which side of the Tasman you come from. Uh, and he's been given a two-game ban, which is like, oh, it's not, that's not enough. Sure, he was given a, it was a four-game ban that got reduced to two because he has got a good record. Uh, and so, uh, so yeah, it went in at that mid-level uh, entry point, which seems, from a mid-level entry point, seems fair to me. It wasn't a low entry one; it was quite deliberate, but clearly, but also he wasn't. Uh, uh, it wasn't that. Um, wasn't taking the guy's head off either. So, the so I think a mid entry was right. If that puts it in at four, 
um, and then he's had good behaviour and hasn't been hasn't been sort of banned a couple of times in the past, then uh, it, that's that's kind of that's kind of standard. I know a lot of people complain that two weeks um, isn't fair and isn't enough. Uh, I think it's probably appropriate uh, under how these things have been how 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 the disciplinary system works. Now, whether you think it should have the the, the overall thing should be higher uh, at the entry point, then that's a different matter. Um, but it but as I say it follows how other ones um, have been done. Christian says he, he should have been yellow carded in the game. And no, sorry, if he's being excited and banned, then he should have been red carded during the game. Um, the officials do miss things during the game. Uh, they're, not, they're human beings. They generally make less errors than the players. They let the players knock it on, miss passes, uh, miss tackles, make an awful lot more errors per game than the referees do. Uh, I'm not about to start bashing the referees. Sure, they will miss some. They are humans. So, uh, so yes. So in theory, the, 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 so it was a, was a close one. Uh, we'll never know what would have happened if Moody had been red carded uh, and that had been caught by the by the umpires. Um, but the, the Crusaders did run for 500 metres compared to 391 um, by the Tars. The Tars did an awful lot of kicking, 25 kicks from hand uh, in this game. Uh, but that also comes down to the fact they spent a lot of their time in their own territory. So they're sort of clearing kicks uh, because they're under pressure. Um, and yeah, well done to the Tars for keeping this one close. A lot of us weren't expecting it to be anything like that. Um, do I think it was fair? Yep, I think it was fair for the two the, 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 the two week suspension and other things. Uh, oh yeah, and Jack makes a good point. Foley's um, kicking was poor in this one. And yes, it was. Uh, the Both kicking, both sides kicking was poor in this one. Crusaders only hit 50% of their kicks. Um, Foley hit 57% of his. So... Yep, this was a uh, the, the kicking could and should have been um, a lot better uh, in this one. The uh, JP read for me. Yes, it was read. That's why he got cited um, and why he's since been banned. Uh, but the um, uh, but yeah, Foley missed an easy kick to win at the end. The kicking could have been a lot better, and he could have yes. That's um, as as we always say, or as a lot of the, the good coaches always say is. Let's take it out of the hands of the referee. Let's win the game ourselves. Moving on then, we then had the Highlanders versus the Lions. And I'll be honest, I spent a lot of my time during this trying to get my fire to light, light um, at home. So I didn't get to, didn't uh, really pay as much attention as I should have done um, to this game, to be fair. Um, I thought this one could have gone either way because the Highlanders had looked so uh, fatigued and lacklustre last weekend. And they'd just travelled back from... Uh, South Africa uh, and the Lions were already in um, New Zealand and I put in a decent uh, effort against the um, oh, I've gone blank <laughs> against the Hurricanes uh, the weekend before but didn't get anything out of it in the end uh, it wasn't to be though I mean, the Highlanders uh, got got up quickly after only four minutes they scored um, their own their, their first try um, a charge down that led to the try. Sopanga hit hit his points. Sopanga has been kicking great. Sure, they gave a penalty, but they came in, got another tr- got another two tries um, b- before the um, uh, before the the, the the Lions could strike back. Uh, and to be fair to the Lions, though, they they did did drag themselves back into this game um, with from bashing away at the line and then a line out more um, uh, after after a few Highlander penalties. And so the the, the line more was good, uh, but unfortunately their kicking was poor, and hence uh, 
what when they should have been uh, up with uh, should be it should be equal. They they'd already they left four points out there, and hence they they, they trailed at half time. In the second half, um, it's a bit of a tit for tat. Initially, the, the, the Highlanders pulled away again um, with another try. Happy to play in the um, the other half of, of the pitch. Just typical Highlanders. You don't want to play in your own half, do you? You want to put up contestable kicks, uh, as, as, as we've seen. They kind of generally do. Hence, we've got 22 kicks from hand from the Highlanders. They do kick a lot of ball compared to only 12 by the um, by the Lions. And it was the line-out more try that brought the... Uh, uh, that brought the Lions back into it. The problem with line-up more tries is it puts you out this, it puts your conversion out, conversion out wide. And Yanchis was not having a good day with the, with the boots. He only hit sixty percent of his kicks. Um, and on the nights when you got a twelve-point difference, it's probably not. Uh, it, it probably wasn't. Wouldn't have uh, won them the game. But it did, it did mean they were chasing the game a lot more when they didn't need to be. And there could have been a lot more scoreboard pressure on the um, the Highlanders. Loved uh, Thompson's little dribble through. Again, he spotted that he had a couple of forwards in front of him. Put the ball, uh, dribbled the ball through only about um, two, or th- only about th- right, three or four meters. Uh, picked it up, um, and then gave a nice offload to Waldron um, to to walk in. Uh, and it's this spotting of players, and we'll talk about it with Jesse Creel later on in the, with the uh, with the Bulls. But it's, it's when you spot uh, the fact that you've got a forward in front of you, you want your backs to try something. Um, to, because they are less mobile uh, and you can you can get through um, them. Player that didn't have such a good game, I think Naholo wasn't that great um, uh, as well. But um, actually, I just want to. Uh, actually, we should probably finish off through the scoring. Um, good to see the Lions mix it up and actually do a, do a fake line out more. Obviously, all the Highlanders expecting the more, but they didn't. They took they they um, passed it out and then they went over. Uh, which made it an easier kick, um, and then interestingly enough, the um, uh, the Highlanders were happy to take a penalty late on because they wanted to stretch it out to to, to more than one score. Um, so they did kick their three uh, late on as well. The yeah, no bonus points this one. Four tries to five tries uh, for the uh, for the Highlanders in the chat. Um, yep, Jack played really well in this game. Yes, they did. Um, uh, as well, and uh, the, the the Lions are definitely struggling. Have definitely struggled on this tour. They got that one win over the Waratahs, but they'll be glad to get home now after the three losses. They're still top of the South African Conference and are going to take some catching. Uh, so they'll be happy to have those points in the bank already from earlier in the season, um, and they'll be happy now that it's going. To, it should get easier for them now that their tour is out of the way, and they'll get more more, more games uh, at home um, as as well. And they've also travelled, done, done their uh, trip to Argentina, so all their games should pretty much, I think, now be uh, should be in, in South Africa. They haven't got any more long journeys to make. The, um, but I say that kicking definitely hurt them, and, and meant they couldn't keep up uh, with that with, with 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 the scoring. So both sides pretty poor with their um, with their tackling, and the Highlanders giving up twelve penalties to eight uh, definitely kept, definitely gave the, the, the Lions the opportunity to those line out malls, um, which got them. Uh, at least got three of their four tries. Um, the uh, Brent goes talking about the, the Lions. They've beaten no team of substance this year so far, um, so their, walk, their form is is a worry. And it's a similar sort of thing that we've been talking about uh, with the Rebels. 
um, who we're going to be talking about now. So the Brumbies versus Rebels. I'm back the Brumbies by three. This is the only game I got wrong this weekend, which I think was pretty impressive considering that, I, that all but two of them I thought were going to be close. Um, and I only uh, picked them by three. Sorry, another quick um, wait the whistle. Um, the uh, so yes, the interesting one. This one was the the the, the, the Brumbies versus Rebels because the stats. Uh, hang on, if I remember, I've got my getting the right game here. Um, so yeah, the Rebels were actually up up on the snow. This is the time to think of a different game. I'm going through too many of them now. Uh, 84 and 86 percent by the uh, tackling by, by the by the defences. So pretty good uh, defence. So not, not that bad defences at all on this one. Um, and pretty even, even on a lot of the uh, a lot of the stats. Where it wasn't even though was around the meters run. 500 by the uh, by the rebels. More than twice the 240 by the by the Brumbies. Definitely happier to run, and that also led to twice as many clean breaks. So 11 to the five. Pardon me. Um, by the by the Brumbies as well. So yes, the Rebels were um, more incisive uh, during this game than the Brumbies were, um, and we also had a few more cards as well. So Steve uh, from uh, the Complex Crib will be happy about that on his old um, his old card count. Uh, so a kick return led to the first Rebels um, try. But the Brumbies struck back pretty quickly and managed to bash themselves over. A yellow card for a high tackle um, by the Rebels really uh, caused them a bit of a problem, caused them some problems. Uh, and the Brumbies picked up two tries during that period. Um, again, a line out mall um, where they slipped around uh, and also then a bashing over as well. The, the, the Rebels struck back though um, with, with the line out mall. Um, uh, a, a, but instead of taking sorry line out on the five metres, instead of taking the mall, they went off the top uh, and put it into the midfield, which was which makes, makes the kick easier, um, even if he did miss it. Um, and also, uh, does it kind of makes the other team think, um, which is which is good. But the the Rumbies kept themselves ahead with another penalty, uh, and you're thinking, wow, at uh, 14 points clear, um, with 55 minutes of the game gone, the Brumbies really should have been looking to put this game away. But it was a good comeback by the uh, by the rebels um, on on the hour mark. They were a long way out, uh, but they went through. A, there was a big hole uh, for uh, was it England. I forgot which which play it was. Um, Maddox, sorry, that went went through um, after a good break down the line. Uh, the Brumbies defence sort of just fell apart. Another um, line out more, which got spun out to the winger, and suddenly it was twenty four all um, with time running out. Uh, the um, then I've got, a, got my numbers on here wrong. Uh, then a high tackle out wide, and the kick was put over. The kicking in this one again, um, sixty-seven percent by the Brumbies, fifty by the Rebels. A lot of points left out there on the pitch. Pretty poor um, by both uh, by both sides. Uh, but you've got to say the Rebels created more opportunities. Didn't necessarily finish them off that well, uh, but but deserved the win uh, on this one. Quick check on the in, in the chat. Um, apparently, it's the second lowest crowd in Canberra in Super Rugby, uh, which is pretty bad. We do <clears throat> there are definitely some problems with um, Super Rugby and attendances, uh, to say the very least. So, 
Um, you've got to say that that's, uh, that that's something that, that we need to do. Only 5,000 um, people were there. Thanks to the number there, Jack. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't a great game. It was a boring game against Christian. Um, but, hey, the uh, not every game is going to be a great game. Um, and let's be honest. After, after that, then, we headed over to South Africa for the two games in South Africa. The Stormers hosted the Chiefs. I had the Chiefs by three, um, and they won by a bit more than that. Um, it was 9-15, so a really low-scoring game. Clearly, the defences were on top in this one. Um, the Chiefs racked up a 97%, uh, sorry, 90% um, uh, success rate, uh, restricting the Stormers just to three penalties in this game. Um, and one of those was on 76 minutes, so they had to... They could have gone for the corner, but they knew they had to score twice. Um, so, so they put over three uh, and hoped to get the ball, but they didn't uh, manage to. Um, the uh, the Chiefs um, used their crossfield kick quite a lot, um, and that's how they got the first uh, try. Really um, tricky bounce for the defence there um, for that one. A penalty try then for a pushover um, scrum. This was definitely a forwards one uh, game. Stevenson did um, have a try disallowed uh, with a wonderful nutmeg uh, through, through someone's that was a football term. So he just grubbed the kicks through, through someone's legs, went around and picked it up. Um, but there had been a forward pass earlier in the move. We had a, quite a few disallowed tries uh, this week, uh, th- 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 this weekend, uh, for that kind of stuff. Um, the Stormers didn't help themselves with a 15 to 18 um, penalty count. Uh, and, but the Chiefs didn't help themselves with only a 25% success rate kicking sticks. Uh, yeah, the uh, um, DMAC had an absolute shocker uh, from the tee uh, this weekend. And so it could have been an, a more comfortable win. As we say, uh, this was a, a game won by the defences um, and particularly by the uh, Chiefs forward pack. So if we're going to talk about players, we really should be talking about um, uh, tackle counts. Ritalik, 11 tackles, non-missed. Jacob, Jacobson, 14 tackles, only one missed. Um, those are the kind of players who, who, had a, who, who, on, on the, um, who got above double figures on the, the, the uh, Chiefs' side. Allende, Delende, 15 tackles, non-missed for the Stormers. He uh, was a rock for them in that midfield. Um, Detroit, uh, the, um, 13 tackles, 3 missed. Dick Dyke. Um, 13 tackles, two missed as well in, in amongst the amongst the forwards. So, yeah, big shifts put out there by quite a few players uh, in this one. Quickly checking on the um, the chat. Yep, a very scrappy game says Christian. Horrible game says Brent. Um, yeah, it was a low scoring one, not a particularly um, uh, a good one here. Uh, the Chiefs are staying in South Africa and have the Sharks up next, uh, which would be an interesting one um, as to because. The, uh, if we look at um, a lot of drop balls and knock-ons in the first half, um, was apparently uh, see how, how do the turnovers um, twelve and fifteen not that bad really, um, but eleven scrums um, for the Chiefs showed you that actually yes there were a lot of knock-on balls there um, by the Stormers, um, and the Chiefs won every single one of those, including uh, that push out that uh, push over penalty what would have been a push over try but turned into a penalty try. Um, as well, the Stormers need to get keep hold of their ball um, a lot better. Moving on then to the final game of the round, um, we had the Bulls versus the Sharks. 
And the score on this one was 39-33. I had the balls by three. um, And, uh, um, yeah, it wasn't meant much more uh, than that. Early on, and we talked about uh, disallowed tries uh, and yellow cards. Um, Bosch got caught out um, uh, tripping a Sharks player. Uh, sorry, tripping a, uh, a Bulls player, uh, and which called, pu- pulled back a, a long-range try um, for the Sharks um, that he actually scored. Um, he also got so he got yellow carded for that one. So got to go from scoring a try to getting yellow carded uh, a bit um, not not fun for him. The um, uh, the Bulls uh, yeah, grubbed through for a try. Uh, obviously, when you're missing your your your, your scrum, if you're full back, and there's going to be gaps for that kind of play. Uh, so clever thinking there. Um, Pollock missed a rare kick there. Creel then um, spotted he had some front rows in front of him. Uh, so Dummied stepped around the front, stepped between the front rows, uh, propping a, a, a hooker, and then again missing the the full back. So he had a stroll in. Um, and the the balls pulled out a twelve nil lead. Um, the sharks um, pulled one back. Bosch filling up, finishing off a uh, of a team move. Look, hint of a forward pass within that, but they took a very quick uh, uh, conversion, so it couldn't get uh, <laughs> it couldn't get called back. Uh, perhaps learning from the disallowed try um, before. The uh, the balls then. Uh, got another another try, pulled themselves pulled themselves away, and we got another yellow card. Very lazy uh, and cheap hit uh, by the lock on on the kicker. Just dropped his shoulder. The ball was well gone, um, and so he got called he got called called up for that one. Um, and uh, on 33 minutes, got sent to the bin. Didn't hurt the uh, the, the the balls that much. I mean, the the sharks did. Um, Get a try. They used a, a very clever uh, line-out trick play on the five meters. So again, faking them all at the back of the line, creating a gap where a player could run through um, and score. Um, but the Bulls did get a penalty um, of their own uh, to pull themselves to uh, uh, to twenty-two points, uh, four to fourteen. Um, and the 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 uh, and the, but the uh, the Sharks. Um, scored a uh, or kicked over uh, a kick on the hooter, and then yeah we had a bit of a, a, ki- a bit of more, more kicking uh, in that second half. The Sharks um, got a couple of, got a couple to pull themselves 22-23 into the lead. A bit of messy play, um, confused the defence, uh, which led to the uh, the Bulls um, scoring a try. They then bashed over on 66 minutes to get a 30-36-23 uh, lead. The Sharks then another yellow card for taking a player in the air. Uh, he knew he was going straight away. Luckily, the player ended up on, landing on his back, not his head. It could have gone anywhere the way he hit him um, and basically flipped him. Uh, but the Bulls really didn't take advantage of that. And they got the, they also, they, they got the penalty. They kicked over the penalty from uh, from that kick. Uh, sorry, from that penalty from from, from that offence. Um, but the the, uh, the Sharks really were pushing it. Some lovely interplay. Uh, to score to, um, to score a try, the balls were disallowed. Another try for a forward pass, um, yet again. So we've had uh, so well actually not the, the obviously it was the Sharks one earlier disallowed. That's another disallowed try um, this weekend. Um, and then after the Hooter had gone, the Sharks knocked over three to, to get themselves a losing bonus point. Um, this really was that game of two halves I was trying to talk about earlier. 
Territory-wise, the Bulls, 75% in the first half, only 33 in the second half. Wow, uh, what a turnaround. Um, and yet, if we look at the... Um, it didn't seem to stop them from scoring points because it was, what, 22-17 um, at half-time to 39-33 uh, at full-time. So it was a five-point gap uh, up to a six-point gap. So they actually outscored uh, the Sharks in both halves even when they didn't have um, that ball. They did run with the ball a lot. 600, 646 metres to only 30, 385 by the um, by the Sharks. And there was a lot of kicking in this game. 29 kicks by, by the um, the Bulls, 23 by the Sharks. I'm not sure if that... Uh, uh, this is a highlights game for me, so I'm not sure if that metres running was because the, run, the Bulls were running the ball back more, uh, whereas the Sharks were kicking it back more. But if you've got someone like Kerwin Bosch, why aren't you running the ball back? He's great not, um, with that. Tackling was a little bit optional in this game. 72% by the Bulls, um, 78% by the uh, Sharks, slightly better by the Sharks. Um, but they were chasing the game a lot uh, through most, most of the time this one. They only got themselves in the lead once, um, which probably uh, played into a lot of their thinking. Quick check on the, um, on the chat. This one was considered to be an outstanding game. So are we just talking about the quality of the game by number of tries scored? Because to say, the, the, some of the tackling in this was pretty poor. Um, let's be honest. Um, the Bulls um, have been uh, pretty good this season. Yep, as someone says, they have surprised. Uh, they have surprised me as well. I thought there would be this would be much more of a uh, transition season for them. As John Mitchell got his uh, got his presses in place, but he's got them in place very quickly. They are uh, a bit hit and miss. Some some um, some weeks they, they it clicks. Some weeks it doesn't. They are trying an offloading game. On the whole. Um, even if the Sharks did out-offload them in this game, 11-19. But uh, you've, seen the, you've seen the Bulls do that, get the, try and get the forwards to flood a channel uh, and, and do the offloading, um, even if it didn't come off um, today. So um, that's all the games from the, uh, um, from the weekend. Um, thank you very much for joining me, both in the chat uh, and also uh, just those who have just watched. Obviously, at the moment, really trying to grow the um, the channel. So please subscribe, 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 and tell all your friends as well to come over and subscribe. Uh, that would really help uh, us grow, uh, grow grow the channel. Um, and the more we grow the channel, uh, the more we can more the more content we can bring you uh, um, as well. So um, th thank you everyone for joining us, uh, and uh, hopefully see you tomorrow night. For the um, hash rugby chat, clearly we'll be talking about things like um, discipline. Uh, we'll be having a chat about um, refereeing. Unfortunately, not a topic I'd like to go to, but hey, it has been very high. Pardon me. Uh, in the uh, um, in, in the list, if there's anything you would like us to talk about, then please do let us know through the comments. Or you can get hold of me at Twitter, on Twitter, at Driving More um, as well. Let us know what questions you'd like us to ask. And hey, if we like them, or if I like them, I'll include them and ask the guests. Anyway, see you here back again tomorrow night, 8pm. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, enjoy whatever you're watching. <laughs>